Welcome back to this week's episode of Men of the Machine. Now, I don't remember what I said at the end of the last one. I just edited it a day ago, but I already forgot. Sorry, that's how I work. But we have a time gap now. You're going to hear a little bit of mew, 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 mewing in the background. I'm driving now instead of Jake. A lot transpired from the end of the last episode to the next day that it is now in the recording of us driving back home. We talk about it in the cast. Jake is a real stupid piece of garbo. He always has been, always will be. Um, the sound is hopefully all right. I had an issue with the mics. Something we did in the settings was off, but I, I think I fixed it. So I'm sorry, but that's been the case with all of these road trip podcasts. So, so give it a listen. Enjoy. I will be back at the end for the episode. Uh, red, you should see a, a red light light up. Yeah, we're recording. All right. Okay. Oh, check that out. Freaking tiny little airport right there. Oh, I thought you were oh, talking for about like private jets. jets. That's yeah. great. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're okay. going to hear some kitties. The people screams. here are very rich. Oh, excuse me. Big yawn. Oh. I mean, there's an actual airport here, too. I think the Dulles Airport is... Oh, yeah, Dulles is very close to here. That's yeah. the one TJ flies out of whenever he goes somewhere. He travels for work a lot yeah. to go to, like, uh... The, uh, the teaching seminars. The medical conferences? Yes, like those. Yeah, we're basically in Washington, D.C., Virginia right now. Yeah, West yeah. Virginia, Mount Mama. Oh, baby. And we're going home, so. Oh, yeah, good call in. Yeah, we, uh. I was just being a jangle. We didn't quite, uh. I, I think we said on the last one, oh, well, we'll keep recording when we, uh get past New Jersey, but that didn't happen. No, no, we said when we're done with this rest stop. Yeah, I lost my wallet in New Jersey. Yep. So it is now the next day, and we are on our way back. Cats in tow. You can probably hear them in the background of Jake's audio. They should be able to hear them, yeah. All all of our mics paying a bit when we're talking and whatnot. They... Those yeah. cats are coming through. They're a little noisy. They're, they're, it looks like they might be calming down a little bit. They're, they're both kind of laying... Just do that thing you do. Uh, no, they're, they're still, uh, they're still kind of shimmy shamming around. Do that thing you do with your hyperactive nephew and just look the other way for a while till they realize nothing's happening. I, mean, I think that's what you're supposed to. You're not supposed to like. It, the more you engage them, the more they're gonna like just kind of feed s- off it. I mean, you're just kind of like adding like stimulus to them, right? Like if I put my hand in there to quote unquote comfort them, they're not going to. They're just gonna be like, ah, oh, that's a yeah. new thing. <laughs> yeah. And in there from Jake has comforted no one. You gotta ever. let them tire themselves out. Oh god, fender bender. What? So yeah, they're oh. they're super cute. We have two of them. Jake, I need some juice. Juice? Yeah, just grab me my monster right there. I'll worry about the yervas later. DJ, if you want. And yours. the monster's cold too because it's been in the car. I know, right? Uh, yeah, grab me the yerba. I had the tropical one. Yeah, it's a. It's, it's a recovery. It's not a carbonated. Yeah, and they they settle. All right, I'm not sure which one you're getting. Wait, he wants the tropical. Yeah, but I'm not sure which one he's getting. Yeah, but I bought one of each. Don't you dare. I don't want two tropicals. Yeah, but I'm not sure which one he's getting. I swear. Which, <laughs> which one did you get? Blueforia? Me, I got a Blueforia and a Rebel. Good choices, good choices. All right, I'm not sure which one DJ's getting. How many temps? There is two of them in there. So All right, here you go. Thank you. Give or take. So, yeah, you'll have to... Oh, real-time reviews. Yeah, Guayaki 
one Organic second. Yerba mate, tropical uprising. Did you say yerba mate? Yeah, yerba mate. Yerba no, mate. The, actually, fun story before you crack that. I was working at Healthy. It's not a fun story. I realize that. No, now, the story sounds but, fun. You know, whatever. I, I was uh, working at Healthy Living. Was the name of the store. It was a super health food store, yep. like an ultra bougie. Stickers of the uh, countries everything's from because the clientele would be like, "Is this a Mexico um, avocado?" I think that's actually a uh, industry requirement to to put a sticker where at the, that time the it was not. Okay, but it says, if it is now, good no, I think know. it has to be because I worked at Big Y when I was twenty two, and they had to have all of the country of origin stickers. That might have been when I was working there too. Also, mm. I don't know. Point is, the clientele sucked and the people were terrible. And we only stocked all organic, all natural, yada, yada, yada. You've been Isn't that where you met Patrick? Yep. But you we, said all the people were terrible. No, the clientele. Oh, uh, okay. Well, you said the clientele and the people. Ah, I've been trapped. Uh, <laughs> and you've been, you know the types of places, the, the, the hippie elephant stores. There's one in Niantic that's pretty cool, actually. Never and, been to it. And uh, they started stocking Yerba Mate's as a, as a alternative to Red Bulls and whatever, whatever. I tried it. I, I thought it was great, and then we had a rep from the company come in uh, and do like samples and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And they had an announcement. I was working the front desk. I was a, a customer service rep, and they had me do a PA announcement for it. And I said, you know, oh, from ten to eleven thirty, Yerba Mate will be doing blah blah. Uh. You would have thought that I was the dumbest piece of shit in the world with the oh, way these people looked and talked to me. Mm-hmm. They're like, dude. That is not what that is. And then the rep was like, I'm sorry, but you misspoke our name. Could you please say another one? And this time do it properly. And like, <laughs> I was talked down to like a piece of garbage. So since well, if then, they wanted wait, to that Yerba Mate, then they should have put an accent mark hey, over the E. Hey, man, I don't make the rules, okay? That's where Look. Kevin's degradation kink really kicked in. Yeah, yeah, that's where I learned. He was awoken that day. I needed a Craig that I could belittle to really get me going. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, say Yerba Mate again, see what happens. <laughs> Wouldn't want to be you. All right, that's all I gotta say. So dumb. Well, it says to shake this gently, so yeah. I'm gonna give a little ASMR into the mic right now. Let's see how this picks up. I bet it's. Yeah, he's up. doing a jerk off. I bet it. Yeah, no, you're. Just, that's a crank sound. That's how you. That's how you shake it gently. Like when that's you're. Not how I shake it gently. Like when you're a teenager and you learn that using lotion's way better. <laughs> Changes your life. Until you give up on it and you go, I'm not that bougie. Yeah, I'm, ju- I'm just going to go utilitarian on this one. You want? You mean I have to spend extra money and time cleaning up? No, thank you. But my skin will be very smooth. And there's a benefit. Wait, why do you have to spend extra time cleaning up? The, yo- the lotion should just get absorbed into your skin. I use way more than that, good sir. It's a lot of lotion. What yeah. the fuck? Let's crack this open. If you're only using enough to get absorbed in the skin. Oh, yeah, that's a good crack. Then you're not getting anything out of it. Eventually, you're just back to normal. You're just back You're back to where you started. What's the point? It smells <laughs> like fruity tea. You're a fruity tea. It is very subtle. It is not a heavy It drink. is not an energy drink. Yeah. It is a, it is a tea. Oh, that it, is a it, tea. Yeah. It makes rehabs taste like Kool-Aid. Like it is, I love them. Your yeah, that's your really good. It's are, really subtle. I like it. And it's 150 mg's, dog. Kevin, yeah, I don't like the way your girl keeps staring at me like I'm a fucking devil. Dude, <laughs> she. Okay, so uh, that way I don't have to tell this story again on the podcast. I'm 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 an adamant, uh, vocal, uh, loud uh, a proponent. Wait, proponent's good. Opponent of purebred. Uh, culture in every facet of life, in any situation. I'm a, I'm a jerk. I admit. I'll admit that. Yeah, you don't think the Habsburgs probably should have been inbreeding as hard as they did, right? And uh, <laughs> that's exactly it. And uh, so we came, and Jake's exact words were, 
would you be mad at me if I got a rag doll? And I replied, yes. And he said, what if it was free? And I went, no. Because free of wins all. I mean, it just means it's going to a good house. That's awesome. We get there. The guy wants to get rid of these cats. He jokes about yeah. maybe one of your friends will take a cat. Uh, and also, I, I want to touch, like, I think, like, when you hear that someone is offering up a cat like this for free, you then realize that the person breeding them also isn't, like, yeah, in it for this, the wrong reason. That's money right there. That's giving up a grand. He just passed up on $2,000. You know, if he was if he was a bad person. And yeah. I mean that, honestly, because... So, I, I think that might have been the real selling point for Kevin, was the fact that it is a purebred ragdoll cat that is being given away. Like, not, not a, like a... And this dude... It's not like rehoming a cat. They're kittens. Yeah, and this dude, Rob, is the sweetest guy ever. Like... They're well-intentioned. They paid good money for their cats. He clearly they, takes good care of them. They bred them because they love them, want people to have them. And when the pings they got for them were jerks trying to puppy mill them, kitten mill them, he's like, oh, no, fuck that. I'd rather not make any money and just get these people into good homes. Like, that's the most incredible thing anyone can do. So anyways. And get them out of his because caring for, like, 20 cats is yeah. a lot. But, you know. But So we get there. We're looking at the cats. Uh, and I scoop up this one with an orange collar. And I put him to sleep in my lap, and me and DJ oh, are joking about how sweetie as he was. And I put him up on the uh, cat tree thinking nothing of it. The boy didn't move. He's like, this is good. This is life. And Jake took a liking to him, which broke my heart. But it was Jake's got first dibs. So I, so I says, don't worry about it. And he's about to take the orange one. And then this little uh, bundle of joy, jackass, <laughs> red cat comes up. He's, he's definitely going to be the biggest of the litter. He's huge. Uh, super playful, except today he was hiding a lot. He was very shy today. I think, and, he, I think he saw the writing on the wall. Yeah, and so I'm sitting there like, okay, okay. And then it just, I'm so soft. I'm such, I'm like, I'm almost DJ's levels of soft right now. I was so in love with these kittens. And this little pink one, she's the, the runt of the litter. Her name's going to be Mini-Me, a.k.a. Patricia. And <laughs> she is just, she's so tiny. you got the brown spot on her nose, and she's... She's not, like, the all-white with the gray tail. She's got, like, a color wave to her fur. It's over. It was game over. She actually, like, fell asleep in your arms a little bit. Yeah, it was. I lost. It's not my fault. <laughs> it's not my fault. I'm going to get yelled at by my wife. It's not my fault. <laughs> she wasn't here. She doesn't know. Yeah, she... she to be fair, she probably still would have said no if she was here. Yeah, because she has no heart. Yeah, exactly. Cold-hearted bitch, am I right? Yeah, cold-hearted bitch! I can see how it goes. You'd be like, oh, well... She's very cute, but no, but we twinkles, can't take another twinkle. Yeah, yeah, Franny's literally like we're at the farm, and she's holding on to before we gave away nickel to uh, Laura and yeah, that was a good one to Laura and Nick. She's holding on to nickel and dime and like crying, and then like no, we can't take them. I'm like, how do you? Already? Yeah, how do you go from that to that? Where's the cash ones? This is right here. No, I meant cash in, cash out. No, this is easy pass only. Oh, okay. There's no cars behind us. We're clear. Yeah, Are they nice all easy pass only? Credit card. I gotta go all the way over. They're not. They're not lit up. Oh, they are lit up. All right. This sorry, one's Jake. easy pass only. Sorry, Jake. You're getting a. You're getting a bill in the mail. You have to stop. No. No, you don't stop for them. Okay. Because it's easy pass only. They don't go down. I see. Oh, Kevin. Oh fuck! Did I also take an exit one? Oh, this is going bad. Oh, Kevin. This is from bad to worse. Bad meets evil. Right uh, it didn't really add that much. No, we're okay. Yeah, we're okay. I think this is one of those yeah, ones that will get us right down. back on the highway. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so moral of the story is I had to have them. It was either going to be orange or pink, and then when Jake went off of orange, I was like, "Well, I've already, I'm already pretty excited about the pink cat." 
they all had colored collars where they're not colored cats. And uh, is game over. No, they were died for Easter. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Should we do that? For the Easter basket? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Kevin wants to. Uh, the, the way that Kevin is going to tell his wife that he uh, got a cat, he's going to put her in the Easter basket. Here, here's your gift. It's Easter best present tomorrow. This podcast won't anxiety. be released until after of course, she's found yeah. the cat. Unless so. I get home, upload all like five hours of podcast. Yeah, but she's not, even if you do that, she's not going to listen to six hours of podcast tonight. You don't know She that. won't get to this one. You don't know that. So I suppose there will have to be a postscript to see how this goes down. <laughs> I mean, I told Kevin, like, what's the worst case scenario? I have two I have two more cats. Actually, yeah, so we're... We're, we're at the 267 exit. Yep. So we're, we're telling Christy that. And uh, she's super mad. Not literally, but, you know, like, knew it was a bad idea. <laughs> well, she knows how Franny's going to take it. Yeah. And, uh, but you, in her voice, she as she's thinking through it, and I'm like, no, but you got to understand. And, you know, I'm basically saying all the same stuff I said right now. She goes, well, what's the worst case? You know, we, we have two cats at the end. And you heard her voice instantly flip to like, oh. <laughs> but now I don't want him to have this cat. Well, that was exactly Jake's logic, yeah, too. Yeah, and I was like, all right. And all things considered, that is not the goal. They are brother-sister bonded cats. It, it, like, it'll make them comfortable. Like, it's a good, it won't be a bad scenario. I mean, for them, it'll suck to have, well, it, you know, it won't suck, but it'll mean an extra cat. But for the cats, it's it's a good scenario. Oh, I almost missed that, too. The, the, the cats will be fine, either yeah. way. Is, uh, just is for the record, saying. Virginia traffic, the worst. They're not traffic highways. They're not worse than old Jersey. Virginia Jersey's just, gotten better, actually. It's gotten, yeah, it's gotten better because it's gotten straighter. Virginia is by far the worst with tolls. Like, yeah, I mean, they're every five feet. Oh, there's another one. It doesn't, yeah. It doesn't pay by plate, though. It set it up the front. Oh, okay. I'm gonna get a freaking bill for like three hundred dollars. No, it's not gonna be that crazy. Virginia's got it going on. Gotta go nice and slow. They took the clip. Boom. I feel like Virginia is sponsored by Easy Pass. They really want to sell Easy Passes. Virginia's for lovers. Oh no! It's bad. Dude, the cats are mad at you for doing that. What happened? What happened? Uh, The thing fell. Oh. I told you I had a ten foot cable for you. Just just put it up there. I I got you. I got you. We're still live? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, although the GPS got all frigged up. That's okay. That's okay. That's uh, okay. I, don't know, I can just close it. Yeah, and close it in. And start it back up. Hold on, bitch. You just can you please? Close. Close. Nah, I'm not departing lane. Frig off. Alright, we'll try to fix this. It's, okay. Yeah, it's not working on there. Oh, uh, looks like it disconnected. I just unplugged it. Oh, okay. Well, that would do it. That is the definition of. <laughs> oh, boy. Freaking Mario. Yeah, I read I read a good article today. Oh, I'm talking about Mario Como. I read oh. a good Mario uh, Mario today. Yeah, I read I, a good Mario. I read a good article this morning while I was sitting in bed. I uh, should be up. That was basically saying... There we go. Just keep up here. Okay. The Mario movie is yet another example of how movie critics don't understand game adaptations. And so are they in, saying that the movie is actually good, but the critics don't understand that? Exactly. And they went on to use other examples, like the Pokemon movie is better than the critic scores. You're talking about Detective Pikachu, like, or you're yeah, talking about Pokemon yeah, the first no, movie? No, Detective I mean, Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon the first movie is surprisingly Well, I thought Detective Pikachu okay, actually yeah. got critically good reviews, It was like 60-something. Oh, okay. That's not, that's not critically good. Like, that's I not thought enough it was like 80-something. No, it was so like how so do they not get it? Where, where's the disconnect? I, I didn't really understand their point because it felt like all they were saying was a game reference to the fans that you're selling the movie to is more important than the quality of the story it's telling. Like, 
pretty much the entire article was like when Mario jumps off the Koopa into you know onto the ledge or whatever. Like when you're playing the games, that is portraying that, but in the movie, it's really corny. Like it might get a little weird here because Mike just kind of like fell off. I love that. And I was like, oh, I was half and half on their argument. I was like, okay, you're right. You know, you could have that and a good story. When Detective Pikachu has Mr. Mime being a literal mime, you know, you're like, this is corny, but also, fuck yeah, it's Mr. Mime. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm loving this. Or, you know, uh, the Pikachu fight with Charizard, you're like, there's no way he wins, but in the games, like, that's irrelevant. Like, that kind of stuff is silly in the movies, but it should be, because the games are stupid. But they're games. One of my favorites. So you're saying that kind of what they don't get is how gameplay works? Yeah, what they don't get is that the movie is trying to appeal to being the game, not appeal to being the Citizen Kane of movies. And I actually agree with that full-heartedly. We talked about it. Uh, when um, like the Resident Evil stuff was coming out and what they were making adaption of the Halo show how they changed stuff I heard that was just bad though no it was like it's also in the 60s it's like 50s 60s so it's like no it came out like 2022 no that's not what I maybe. mean so it's like fine but not good and that could also so it's it, you, you straddle the line of do we change a lot to try to make a good story if we fail we fail on both parts I, the fact of the matter to, is not every movie needs to win an Oscar no of course not I'm a big fan of, of average is, I've, I've talked about this a million times average is not average it is a net positive there is no such thing in art as breaking even if it's inoffensive boring and bland that is good because the, the, the only alternative is well it's shit well, inoffensive, boring, and bland might be bad. It, I guess it depends yeah. on what it is. But that's what I mean. That's But you're helping my point in saying that it straddles the line and it has to go in one direction. True neutral doesn't exist in entertainment. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. But, like, you go to a movie, you don't want to, like... Like, you don't want a Tarantino movie where it's just two people sitting at a table talking about their dinner. It depends on what they're talking about. But Yeah, but if it's yeah. a Tarantino movie, you want them talking if, about how... like Because Tarantino's movie, they're going to be two people sitting at a table talking. Is, but is, they're not going to be talking about right. their dinner. They're going to be talking about well, that so, fucked up thing that just happened that brought them to that table. So, isn't there a movie that is just two people sitting there talking about their dinner? I'm pretty sure that's a thing that exists. It's, it's got Not be. a Tarantino movie. But it's a movie. No. But DJ talks about this all the like, time. Like, imagine if Reservoir Dogs wasn't, like, post-heist, and it was just... A bunch of guys that end up in a diner. warehouse talking about their warehouse. Honestly, job. the diner scene's the best scene, so that might work. Imagine if an entire movie heist. is just the scene from The Matrix where Cypher's talking about that steak. <laughs> yeah, I put yeah. the steak in my mouth. No, well, so what... And I know that... <laughs> what I mean is... Uh, and DJ talks about this a lot, and he has the... Uh, 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 has a way of taking it. Being forgettable is, like, the worst sin. If you give me something to talk about, that's overall something to talk about. Discuss, yeah. break down. Being, so... If I go into a movie, let's specifically use movies, and I walk out of it and I'm not upset, it doesn't matter if I'm down the center, that is a positive in my personal okay, opinion. So what is an example to you of what, what would make a movie bad? I mean, there's a million things that can well, make like, like, and, and a, like, Because you said like talking about it is, is a good thing. Like, like but a if bad it makes movie you upset, like, then you don't like that, even if it does give you something to talk about. Yeah, so like The Room. You know, that's the so bad it's good type of movie. Which is a big part of this conversation, actually. All of the, you know, Master of Disguise and all that shit. All the so bad they're good movies. Well, that one's not. Master of Disguise is just But you know what I mean. But you know what I mean. It's giving you something to talk about. Now, people like Jimmy will argue the fact that we're talking about the room quoting it is a good thing. I will argue the fact that we're talking about it and quoting it is pissing me off. It's a bad thing. Mm. So, like, no matter what, that, that, that 
conversation leads in one direction. So what would be an example of a movie that sparks no conversation after you've seen it? Do you have one? Without a paddle. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's, a, that's a shockingly good off the cuff. I watched answer. that movie for the second time within the past year. Yeah. And have half. you ever talked to anyone about it? Yeah, I said I watched without a paddle. <laughs> yeah, the exactly. second time. Yeah, so that's a, that's an incredibly good use, a good good choice for that, that that statement. I would say one of my favorite movies of all time. Which, if you ask me if it's good, I'll obviously say it's good. But Dan in Real Life. It's a movie that doesn't stick I with you. I can't think of a single thing Exa- that movie. You don't quote it. It doesn't stick with you. It doesn't have any standout. Is stand that Steve Carell? That's yes. Steve Carell. And it was, it, was, first, it was him coming off The Office. It was and his it was, first romantic comedy it, adventure. Uh, yeah. It is the it is the Steve it is Steve Carell's Funny People. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think I actually said that uh, that analogy at one point before. And you might have. And while I'll obviously say it's a good movie, and I do believe it is, it's one of my favorites, I will never talk about it. Most people who have seen it will never talk about it. It just is something that a lot of people have seen. It just yeah. I cannot it. remember a single joke from Without a Paddle, and well, I saw actually, that in theaters. Yeah. So, like, Kevin's going to hate me for saying this, but, like, Juno's a movie that's kind of like that uh, for me. Juno I, is like that, but I fucking love Juno. I can't remember a single thing from that movie. The cheeseburger phone. Nope, I can't remember that. I don't remember oh, that. I, I don't get God. the reference. And I've watched that movie, so, like... Dwight Schrute calling calling Elliot Page home skillet. You told me that. I love that. I don't remember it. It's the opening scene. Um, no, sorry. There's Michael Sarah loves orange tic tacs. Yeah, I don't remember any of this. This movie left zero impression on me. I can't believe it. I think there's a scene where Michael Sarah and uh, Elliot Page are sitting or laying on a couch together. That is something that happens. You're not wrong. I think that happens. Uh, there's like, a very, very... In- oh, Juno has... Man, I'd love to do a movie breakdown on Juno. Juno Kevin, has such an incredible... I don't point out that your girl is, like, trying to sleep. And every time he meows, she, like, opens her eyes a little bit, like... Jan Michael Vincent, go to sleep. Preppy Jan. Preppy Jan. His I name's can't... not Preppy Jan. No, it's Preppy Jan Michael Vincent. <laughs> We're not calling him that. Dude, that's a good name. No. And you can call him Mikey. No, although, to be fair, if these were, like, show-quality cats that we were planning on showing... I would probably name him that. That's a good because name. Because if you've ever tried to name a purebred animal, uh-huh. like a, like a like an AKC registered or whatever the cat version is, yeah. So like our dog Jax, we couldn't officially name him Jax because Jax was already a name. You cannot have oh. two dogs that are AKC registered cannot have the same name. That is. Uh, it's like insane. it's like uh, it's like making an MMO name. So that, that's that's why you're yeah. gamer tagging exactly. your animal. Exactly. That's why when like if you watch like a cat show or a dog show, like the dogs have like names like like I don't know what was that one? like 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 Lord Ragnathar yeah. the Terrible or something. That's probably why. That's probably the same thing for racehorses. I would yeah, say. I actually love that. I love that a lot. So that like, makes it so, so much Jax's better. official name is the Mighty Jaximus. It's a great name. It's no Jan Michael Vincent, Preppy Jan Michael Vincent. So if this was a cat that I was uh, registering as whatever the AKC version for cats are, then uh, maybe I would name him. Uh, Crappy Jan Michael Vincent. You're saying it's still an option, but I understand. But it's still an option. Four dollars. There's a five dollar bill right here. Um, dude, there are so many fucking tolls in this thing. So, what the uh, shit dude, is it's this? the worst, man. It is the absolute worst. Oh, does Virginia make like its entire taxable revenue on? Uh, it could on tolls. Oh, Bethesda. Isn't that actually where Bethesda is too? Like the. I don't know. Like, because Bethesda, I think, oh, they're in Maryland, right? I don't know. I think Bethesda is Maryland, yeah. But, like, the actual companies are Maryland, too. Do they have cash? Where the fuck's cash? I don't know. It says Lane's open. Okay. Is it on your side, Deej? Maybe. What the frick? That is really weird. What if you don't have a friend with you? Then you'd reach across and, uh... 
Is there a person here? There's no person okay. here. Okay, this is oh, weird. Oh, no cash longer set up for tunnels. Oh, I am so stupid. What did it say? It said nope. no cash longer so set up for Pay by mail then, because Virginia is pay by mail. Sometimes. It just, okay, yeah, okay. they're just picking and choosing their battles, I'm supposing. Exit 18. B, not A. Crappy jam. You guys can go to bed, you know. Dude, this is stressing me out. I fucking hate this place. Sorry, language. <laughs> Sorry, language. Um, anyways, as I was saying, though, uh, Prappy's going sicko mode. The Juno, if you... Uh, if DJ, I guess I'm only speaking to since Jake is a jerk. <laughs> um, there's an incredible, like, if you watched it as a teen and watch it as an adult change in the way you watch that movie specifically because of um, Jason Bateman's character who was Jason Bateman in that so Jason Bateman is the husband of the people adopting Juno's baby I I do vaguely remember that now uh, nope I'm not taking that exit I'm taking this exit who gets into an inappropriate relationship with Juno but he he isn't like he doesn't what is this guy doing I don't know he's scaring me he doesn't actually he's an idiot he just, he, I don't think he knew that both exited, so he kind of panicked, which I've done multiple times, so that's fine. Um, he doesn't actually get into an inappropriate relationship with her, but when you're watching the movie, it seems like he's trying to, until when you're adult, you watch it, you're like, oh, he's using her as a crutch to get out of his divorce. Still inappropriate, but it's no longer to like... To get out of his divorce or to get into his divorce? Out of, uh, in, well, to, get to get divorced, divorced. Okay. yeah. Um, Because, you know, his wife and him see differently. She matured more than he did. He's trying to still have fun. She's trying to be a businesswoman, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's very tropey in that respect. But, like, you can can watch it in so many different ways as you age through it to kind of... And then you, like... I watched a breakdown on it online where you can even start to take the perspective of the parents into play, which is uh, Allison, Janney, Michael Vincent, and uh, (laughs) what's the guy... Uh, from Whiplash J- Gordon from J. Scott Snyder uh, yeah J.K. Simmons you start to like see their perspective where they're being kind of strict but they're also blah 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 I don't know it's a great movie it's a phenomenal movie told from multiple I mean Juno is considered like, it's a criti- it is critically acclaimed yeah, right? yeah it's a, it I, think, just, I think it won an Oscar So this, this was another one of those movies that kind of like once again this is Michael Sarah's funny people Michael Michael Sarah does not have a funny people okay <laughs> but no this was but maybe he will in but the that's the thing this was yeah. him coming off of uh it's breaking, uh, super bad, super breaking bad. It's super breaking bad. Yeah. yeah, it was him coming off a of super bad, where it was like a super zany, funny show. Wait, was it? And this was this was I billed was, as a comedy. Like it was definitely post Arrested Development. Yes. Was it post Super Bad? Yes. Yeah, and yeah. Okay. Juno was billed as a comedy. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was. It was, and it was not. Very and it is a funny. legit just drama that has well, like a joke. It's in an there. indie dark comedy. It's, you know, yeah. it has that like like millennial indie movie vibe yeah. to it. It's definitely the movie that like kind of encaptures the feel of like a generation. It makes you feel like Juno. It makes you feel <laughs> like Juno. You really feel so, like Juno. I have something that's kind of related on the on the topic of movies. Not a movie that you've entirely forgotten, but is there any movies where there's just like one thing that you remember, whether it be like one joke or like uh, one scene that sticks with you, but the rest of the movie is just gone. It's just nothing in your brain. That's a that's a good thought experiment. Because I, I have an answer for this. Uh, I mean, I can I can let me just say, it's kind of an answer. It's a half answer. I the literal the only thing I remember about the Super Mario Brothers movie is the scene. The old where, one, right? Yeah, yes. the, yeah, the original is the scene where they transform a guy into a, a Goomba. 
Oh yeah, that I mean that seems pretty traumatic. It seems fricked up when you're like. And that character seven. is Toad. Is that Toad yeah, that turned? Toad, okay, yeah. see, I that yeah, I didn't remember. All I remember is seeing him turn into the weird lizard bodyguard, and I was uh-huh. like, "What the fudge?" I do remember like Dennis Hopper, just you know bouncing around on the screen going monkey. I don't remember which is, that uh, at all. I'm trying to think if I have an example of that. That's tough. That, that was the. No, one I remember just, quite a bit of that movie, yeah. unfortunately. You're, well, you're cursed with. Or, or, I'm you're, cursed with it. You're cursed with 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 memory and knowledge. Is I remember that their names are Mario, Mario, and Luigi, Mario. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mario, Mario. Yeah, that's right. Because well, they are the Mario brothers. Yep. Yeah. That's so dumb. They made a oh, decision. What a good movie. Now, my uh, my my one thing is actually. Uh, I, I thought of it because we were talking about uh, Steve Carell movies. Oh, please uh, Dinner don't tell for me. Schmucks. Okay, I remember, I remember the entirety of, movie, yeah. of Dinner I for Schmucks. A lot of that movie. I don't even remember what the movie's about. I can't even remember it's about what a Dinner, a dinner for, for Schmucks, my guy. It's, it's, it's right in the name. Yeah, yeah, go out. He's doing yeah, I, I don't know why they're hosting a Dinner for Schmucks. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. know why he's inviting <laughs> the titular Schmucks. I don't it's, know. Like, oh, it's what, because it's because there's a bunch of like just bad people making fun yeah, of rich uh, bad people. Yeah, right. Bad I, people I think that was the idea. Romeo's. If I'm like, if I'm thinking about it, it's like rich people making fun of people that they think is dumb or lesser. Yeah, because Paul Rudd works for a bank, an investment firm. But the one thing I remember is that Steve Carell had a character tick where he would like misquote famous quotes to yeah. make them like the opposite of I what they mean. I say it all the time. It's yeah. my favorite You may quote. say I'm a dreamer. But I'm not. But I'm not. That is my favorite movie. Like <laughs> That's like top ten movie quotes all time for me. I, I say think that joke lands really well. That's a good it's one. So, I use that, it in that, the group chat all the time. That's a movie where I don't know if it's considered good or bad, but I like it. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know how it was received either. I don't care. I'm not I'm not interested in how um, it was You received. know what movie, until I watched it again recently, was like that for me? Uh, the Hangover. I don't like the Hangover movies. Not interested. Why is Google talking to me? I don't, I'm not, not interested. Not interested. Yeah, um, yeah. The Hangover. I only remembered the uh, the scene where um, uh, fuck, what's his name? Uh, dude from The Office. Steve Crow. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Andy Bernard, uh, yeah. played by Egg, Egg Helms. Ed Helms. Yeah. Egg Helms. Yep, Egg Helms. Um, My I, name all I, is The only Ed. thing I remembered up until I watched it just like like three days ago, we watched it. Um, was the him singing the tiger song? Oh yeah, I don't even remember that. I'm I don't even remember it. naked Ken Jong jumping out of the trunk. Like I, I don't remember anything about that. That I, yeah, I, I I remembered it when the scene came up that it, it was happening. Which I that was stupid of me to say. I know he does that because of how often talk about it. I don't remember seeing it. Is what I meant to say. Mm-hmm. I said that in a dumb way. All right, let me try to this think. This yerba mate is delightful, dude. They're so good. Not a sponsor. Oh no, they're, you're gonna be fucking. Jazzed. But if you want to be a sponsor, there's like three hundred. There's another like three hundred million. No, no, no. There's only like one fifty. Yeah, like three hundred. Yeah, yeah. But well, like, a cup of coffee's fifty. So true, and also because and I. It's I, no more than a monster. I honestly believe this. Uh, it's also probably better for you than a monster. Oh, it's, oh well, it's yeah, guaranteed to be better for you. Um, aside, I honestly believe this. I have no idea if this is true. I'm not gonna Google it. I'm gonna keep my bro science in my mind. I think a lot of that that shit that's in monsters, the taurine and the gorine and the whatever, and the artificial sugars and the blah, blah, blah. I think all of that affects the way the caffeine hits you. It does. And it hits you either, you know, you know super hard and then nothing, you know, they claim you don't come off a crash or anything like that. Um, or not at all. I've drank a monster sometimes and just not felt anything. I legitimately think, like, the purity of these where it's just water, tea, and cane sugar... It makes it. Oh, makes yeah, it. I mean, you can't see what's happening, but uh, your girl is like, your girl's trying to make him feel better. 
Oh, she's loving him. Yeah, he came over, and I'm not sure if she was biting his ass or if she was licking his ass, but... What? Oh, no, ass wasn't actually involved. She she takes after Papa. (laughs) Tea tea is naturally pretty high in in caffeine. Yes, yeah, green teas are. In taurine? Yes. Uh, I'm going to tell this joke twice on this podcast because I want Lucas and, and, uh, and, and Charles to hear it, and I knew you guys will have heard it for a third time at that point. But I laughed so hard and did not get the respect I deserved for a genius joke I had at home. Sitting okay. on the couch. Uh, yeah, yep. Yeah. I'm using my pipey voice. The pipey talk like Oh, this. you told me about this Pipey one. will we dumb and she don't really know what's going on much about nothing. And that's my pipey voice. And Franny was yelling at Piper and I for being baroofing around. I said, yeah, Piper, mom's being a real dictator in the house this morning. And Pipey goes, yeah, Papa, she's being a real Benedict Mamsamini. And I laughed. Benito Mamsamini. Uh, Benito Mamsamini. <laughs> oh, you fudged Sorry. it. Sorry, it's fine. I'll tell it proper second time around. <laughs> a real Benito Mamsamini. And I laughed so hard because it is a genius-level joke that Piper came up with on the spot. <laughs> and Franny, I, either she doesn't know who Benito Mussolini is. I, I wouldn't put it past because she didn't know what the phrase menage meant. True. Or she just didn't want to give Piper the credit she truly deserved. And uh, I think, I guarantee, Charles Lucas and Will are going to love that joke. It's fire. For you. I can see Charles now. He'd be like, oh, you said Benito, Bob's a meanie. Yeah. Dude, don't make fun of it. It's great. He's not making fun of it. No, that's, no, how, that's, how that's how Charles would say I know, but you're making light of it because he's loving it. Like Dude, it speaking of Charles, lo- I couldn't get a picture of these dogs. Dude, speaking of but Lucas, these, fuck that guy, right? Exactly. Luke's such yeah. a kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, speaking of Charles, the, the the guy that we got the uh, the cats from Rob, he also uh, was trying to breed a Havanese dogs. That dog is Charles. <laughs> Those dogs... And those dogs are Charles. Uh, having these yeah. dogs, having what dogs? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> having these dogs. <laughs> but like you see, like I look at this dog and I immediately just see Charles in him. I get that. They're very Charlesy. Yeah, the dogs were also very cute and very well behaved. So. They were. They looked funny because they were freshly haircutted, but they, Aww, they were adorable. Are you biting your sister? Yeah, you fighting. I now. love little dogs. Oh, he's I'm, fighting. I'm a little dog guy. Oh, they're goofing. Yeah, he's fighting. Stop engaging with them, Jake. Sorry. I'm used to little dogs like that being like very like annoying and disruptive, but these guys were very sweet. Yeah, yeah. They 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 had the energy you could tell, but they're like keep keep except the one that jumped on the table. Like, keep it together. <laughs> yeah, but when he jumped on the table, he, he was wasn't like, like being. He's like, just my, like, yeah, this is I'm, I'm here now. This yeah. is where I'm gonna be. <laughs> I love them. I just love Aunt Bethesda. Yep. See, um, when I went to the wedding in uh, Texas, we were sat at a table with a uh, coder for Bethesda. Really? Oh, nice. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. We should kidnap Todd Howard. So he didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> he, uh, sat, he, he, he sat that, in his chair wrong. He said that he was working on the uh, that whatever that uh, sci-fi Starfield. game. Yeah, Starfield. He yeah. went to sit down and ended up on the other side of the table. I hate that I'm a little excited about Starfield. Starfield could. You're a Bethesda could, boy. Could, you DJ. are no DJ. No, I'm not really not. DJ's a, a video game boy. He yeah. just wants games to succeed. It basically goes like this: like, ah, uh, I'm not like. I played Oblivion, and it was, you know, it was a great game, but, uh, you know, it it could have used some work. It basically took mods to make it what it was, and I'm not going to get excited over, oh, Skyrim? Okay, well, uh, I'm I'm excited again. Oh, wait, now Skyrim, it's kind of a boring game once you get down to it. It needs mods to really make it good, and they keep re-releasing it for (laughs) ten years. I don't think I'm going to get fooled by you again, Todd, and... Oh, wait, Starfield? Okay, Todd, I'm on the hook again. It's going to be a buggy, boring mess of a game, but this, I'm going to buy it. This one, aside from Elder Scrolls Six, is are you, the, are you, are you a Fallout boy, DJ? 
Am I a Fallout? Yeah. I like New Vegas. I actually like Fallout 3 too. I, I hate a, Fallout games. I, I have a, I, But you love Fallout Boys. I love the yes. old Fallout games. I love Fallout 1 and 2. No. They're so good. Jake, I'm a Fallout Boy Boy. But New He's Vegas is great boy. too. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, Bethesda and, uh, has been delayed a ton and like consistently seems like they're giving more information. Like they're not doing uh, we're with Starfield what they did with uh, Elder Scrolls 6, which is give us nothing. We don't know anything. We'll never know anything. It's irrelevant if it exists. That's a that's a good sign. Mm, maybe, maybe. Yeah, we're in Slowdown City, which is good for the podcast. It'll drop the road noise. I had a question. Okay, okay. Not okay. a question. First, a comment. Follow up. Oh, before you start this question, do you when someone reaches out to you whether it be at work through Skype or just like someone just comes up to you and they say can I ask you a question mm-hmm. does that bother you or not like because you've you, already asked me a question well, well no no it's not because they've already asked you a question it's because you know they want to ask you a question anyway why wouldn't they just ask the question they're not expecting a no from it they're giving you the option to say no but they don't expect you to say no yeah so like does that bother you when someone does that I Love it when people do that. Okay. I I really like. You gotta try to get ahead because this uh tractor trailer trying to get over. No, no, those are four ways. I I yeah, gave him space they? and then he they did just four ways. So I said okay. Um, I actually do that sometimes too. When traffic shows up, I'll put on my uh my my flashers just to, just to warn people. Yeah, that just to slow everything is, down. Well, like when you're like the last person in line. Yeah, just so that they, oh you're coming up on it. They they can see that and they'd be like oh oh yeah I should slow down something's happening here. Yeah. All right, so, so sorry, sorry so, to derail your question. I, I love it specifically because it means that they're going into it with good intent. If you come up to me with a it's a, it's a politeness. Yeah, it's, a it's, it's it's merely a politeness. If you come up to me and just like especially at work and just lead in with a question, mm-hmm. I'm like okay, what makes you think whatever this is is more important than what I got going on. Okay. I, if, I like it when it's just, hey, let's lead in with. I, I kind of agree on a similar, like a similar related thing. If someone is messaging me for work, I prefer if they start with like a pleasantry, like a yeah. good morning, instead of just like, hey, on this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Especially if it's before 7 a.m. Yeah. I don't like the Skype messages where you can pre read the thing and it says, you said blank on, and or, or like, uh-huh. hey, you know this thing or whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm. just slow down, stop. I mean, sometimes I will do it in the same message. I'll be like, good morning, and then type yes, out what yeah, I want to that, ask. Yeah, that's but fine. That's fine, too. Why was there a slowdown there? Uh, it's just Caterpillar traffic, man. A lot of people, like, merging yeah, in and Someone out. merged at one point in the past few, you know, 10, 20 minutes, mm-hmm. and we Caterpillared. Yeah, that's one of those things that always just kind of enrages me when driving is, like, traffic that you see no reason for. Yeah, Caterpillar, caterpillar traffic. You're a Caterpillar. Because it does the this, this. Okay, so what was your uh, question that you wanted to ask? Okay, so did you see the news... Did you see the news today? Uh, Huey Lewis. And they, Sony came out and said, because, you know, this whole uh, Microsoft Blizzard acquisition has been a, an ongoing uh, yeah, yeah. an ongoing uh, kerfuffle hoopla. Mm-hmm. Sony, finally, it seems like they're losing their rebuttal, and it seems like the, the acquisition's going to go through. So wait, was Sony trying to buy them, too? No, no. They just don't want uh, Microsoft oh. to buy oh, them. Oh, so they're trying to, like... Stifle it. They, they don't want it to happen. They think it's monopolistic, which it is. They think it's anti-competitive, they, which they, it's not. They, well, they care about the monopoly when it hurts them. Yeah, so. because... And and one of the things that really gets me going about all this, because I'm DJ and I have talked at length, we're against it fully. Just in general, big companies buying small companies is almost always a worst-case scenario. But Sony has been paying out the ass for exclusive sports and Call of Duty and Battlefield content. 
they have gotten maps, weapons, game modes, either with exclusive time periods or just pure exclusivity. They also like locked, they've also like locked uh, like Square Enix into a like never put this on an Xbox yeah. Yeah. deals, which are. I mean, very naughty, wild. They, they have Naughty Dog too, which we'll yep. never release on. I mean, getting it on the PC well, like, was a big deal. So, yeah. so first party studios have been a thing for a while. Like Nintendo stuff is never going to go outside of Nintendo's right, ecosystem, right. and that's been the way forever. Yeah. But like having it, like okay, you can have you can have this game, you can have it on the PlayStation, and we'll give you like like they've got like a sweet deal with Square Enix where they they like there's definitely like some trading of proprietary tech, and they yeah. get like they get like. Their, their games are very much built for, like, PlayStation consoles. Yeah. But they're like, okay, yeah, you can have a PC port, you can port it to whatever, you can port it to the 3DO for all I care, but not the fucking Xbox. Yeah. So I, I am actually of the opinion, at least in the current climate, that purchasing a studio is better than handcuffing a studio. I Personally, I believe that. So, you but, would, so you're saying that you would rather Microsoft buy Blizzard than someone saying, Blizzard, you can't put a game on exactly, the Xbox. Exactly. Hey, Honestly, they're all bad. But it's, it's all bad. It's no. This is a lose lose. You're either going to shoot me or stab me, and I'm going to pick which one I'd prefer. Uh, if you're in Blizzard, you're going to make someone hang themselves. So true, and uh, too soon. And uh, so, so what happened was, what had happened was, Sony came out and said, you know, now that they're official, not officially, but they're pretty much they've lost their side of it. If you, if this acquisition merger goes through, we're buying Rockstar Games. Which, which on the one hand, fuck you, Sony. Like, yeah. Ah, uh, uh, yes, this is bad. This is anti. This is like monopolistic. This is anti-competitive. Oh, you're gonna do that? We're gonna do the yeah. exact same we'll fucking do thing. It more. <laughs> it's also funny that, and I think this is very indicative of the two games, uh, two uh, companies' cultures, that Microsoft is buying like IPs. It's buying studios that are plentiful in IPs, and Sony is buying like two game studios. Oh yeah, cause, you know they bought like, Ubisoft or no, not Ubisoft, uh, Bungie. Oh, yeah. One game. Because that, that's what... But they're very lucrative games. Like, oh, no, no, they are. I mean, GTA is huge. That's the thing. Like, like, Microsoft is buying... They're, they're basically buying customers. They're buying developers and customers. Yeah, because, yeah. you, you know, them buying Blizzard, they're buying, you know, 8 million customers right up yeah. front. So they're saying, hey, you want to make Call of Duty an exclusive, which they don't. They've already signed a... Or not signed. It's, it's you know, to be signed when it goes through. A 10-year deal with Nintendo to get the stuff on their consoles finally, like, permanently. And they already agreed to, with a judge in Europe that they would keep stuff on, P- on PlayStations for minimum six years or something stupid. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So it's not a full exclusivity right out the way. But Sony is, is threatening, basically, all right, say goodbye to GTA, Red Dead Redemption, and I think that's it. What's Rockstar? Yeah, I think yeah. that's it, yeah. Uh, a bully. <laughs> bully, yeah, bully. <laughs> that's, that's never getting another game. Uh, Watch Dogs is Rockstar, right? Or is that? Uh, no, that's Ubisoft. That's Ubisoft. So that's why it's garbage. You know, it's it shows <laughs> their their priorities, which both of them have their own, and they're both. It is garbage. You're so right. Mm. Um, but it's also like I I understand. I it's hard to oh, pick. Slow down. It's hard to pick the devil at play. But I have I have an immediate reaction, being like Sony, what the fuck. I'm just glad the indie game scene is still thriving. And, and that's why I don't buy AAA titles, like, at all. You know I don't. And you know I'm not going to, and I pretty much always is, say something It is very about. rare that I will buy a AAA title, and it's only if I think it's something that's made with some actual craft. Or it's so made you, by Square so, Enix. So, like... Not even not gotcha. even just made by Square Enix. It has to be, like, good by Square Enix, because they make a lot of trash. So, they DJ, was Resident Evil 4 Remake a AAA title or not? It is. Yeah. Okay. But I think that there's some legitimate craftsmanship in yeah. uh, Resident Evil 4. Capcom oh, is fairly baby. good right now as far as like the actual integrity of their games. 
Well, yeah, except for... Not necessarily their business practices, and, because uh, if you get to that end, it's like... And building out the IPs that a lot of their fans actually care about. Has there ever been a Resident Evil game yes. where you could get, like, a Mega Man skin? Or get the Buster? That'd be dope. A Resident Evil? Mm, I think. Dude, Devil May Cry right. with the arm thing, if they could give you a Mega Man? Uh, they do. They do. Oh! There is a Mega Man Buster for the arm thing. Oh! Mm. That's pretty deep. That's pretty neat right there. And you can, you can, uh, it's, it's special. It's overload is the, the charge shot. Ah, I love that. Um, I don't remember what my question was. We got derailed. There's another question. (laughs) There's another one that's just a dildo. Well, Avi. Wait, what? It it is, if you look at their clientele. Well, because it it, it mentions on the description that it's for his girlfriend. Uh, And it's just a hand and you press it and it does this. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yes, I will. Oh, shit. Um, Bunch of perverts. I gotta get over. I gotta find a good spot. This looks as good as any. I noticed that I did a hand gesture on a on a podcast. Yeah, but it looked good. <laughs> yeah, it looked great. They got it. Yeah, everyone understands. Yeah, Charles is doing it right now. He's not even he listening. Can't, to he can't stop doing it. I bet Charles is doing this. <laughs> I guarantee. I bet it. he's doing that. Yeah, uh, I guarantee. What an it. idiot! We're Dude, all doing this, and he's doing he's this. He's so stupid. <laughs> he looks. No, no, he's smart. Lucas. Lucas is. Oh, Lucas boy. is in the closet right now, wow. doing the wrong gesture. You got Lucas over here like this. Yeah. <laughs> and you got Charles over here like this. Oh, this is great podcasting. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you can we, all perfectly understand the jokes. They're so funny. We do the best <laughs> we can so in this world. Okay, we do the best we can. Uh, but back on topic about video games. I lied. I remember I forgot my question. I was just—I'm trying to spur it in my mind by like, you know, jostling oh, up. You, 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 it's completely gone. Yeah, I'm trying to jostle up the energy of where I was at that point, and I'm losing it. Mm. Oh well, you didn't you need do? it. Yeah, I didn't need it. Something about company. Uh, I really thought my uh, side wasn't going to, like, ruin your entire flow. Well, it always does. You know me. We were talking about how we all kind of have our exceptions when it comes to AAA games. Like, there's still a few good ones out there, but it's mostly just garbage. I'm always going to buy a Resident Evil game, unfortunately. Because you're a cuck boy. Waiting for the Resident Evil 5 remake. (laughs) I think we're starting to get to the point where a remake doesn't make sense, but... not. We're not getting started. It always was there. Well, like... One through three, right? Those were old, old games. That yeah, tank controls. That doesn't mean they need But, like, remakes, Resident so. Evil 4 Remake, like, although it is definitely their best... It, like, Resident Evil 4 was still their best game in the series. Resident Evil 4 Remake is the best of the remakes that they've done. Mm-hmm. But it was also, like, the gameplay didn't change. They did... They changed enough in the game that it definitely felt unique, but the actual how the game plays wasn't... You can move while changed. reloading. That's pretty big. <laughs> That's a major plus. But then you don't quite have the stylish reload on the broken butterfly anymore. That's a little sad. I did not have to use that. Jesus Christ. Ooh. See? That guy really sudden stopped. He slammed on it. You guys are okay? You're okay. Good thing your car's got good. get out the car and beat him. Yeah, GJ, get him, GJ. Are we still recording? Yeah. Oh, right. that thing? Yep, we're still recording. Don't okay. worry. Whew. Cats are, that cats are sleeping, too. That was stressful. Mm. Yeah, you guys are okay, babies. They're okay. Yeah, why did he just like sudden stop? I was even slowing with my merge because the car, you know, I was I was merging into yeah, a real I slow know. spot. Jackass. I can use both lanes, so I ain't getting over to the right. I think I'm good where I am. Oof. And that's why I put my flashers on when traffic's coming up. True. What's the problem? Don't beep at him. Everyone has to merge. Man, now I'm heated at oh. the stress. Old man arc has started. Mm. Yeah, dude, I'm getting back into my psycho arc. Yeah. Uh, no, I am I am of staunchly of the opinion, and DJ and I talked about this at length, the exceptions are only 
acceptable, they are not positive in my personal opinion. Mm. Any and all remakes and rehashes are bad. Not bad as in quality bad. Bad as in bad for the industry. Like creatively bankrupt? Yes. Now, the exceptions that make it quote-unquote acceptable is things, really there's only a few, but the big one is Final Fantasy VII. I think that Final Fantasy VII Remake, and people have been like mad about this, like accusing it of false advertising, Mm -hmm. because I've said it before, but I'll say it on the cast, Final Fantasy VII Remake is as much a remake of Final Fantasy VII as Mario 64 is a remake of Super Mario Brothers. Yes. And I I mean this as a good thing, but some people mean this as a bad thing, because what people wanted from a remake and what they... They wanted the same game with better graphics. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Because, and it's which not, is what because I Because JRPG people are very averse to change. Yes. They are. You see all the people freaking out about Final Fantasy... Oh, yes. Thank you, Siri. Yeah, thank you. You see, uh, you see all the people freaking out about like Final Fantasy 16 because it's not turn-based combat? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah! I saw that for the for the trailer. Some of my friends are. Oh, wow, they're they're yeah. they're really going, dude. This traffic. I'm not the only one. People here drive like are the worst. Yeah, <laughs> this is the worst kind of caterpillar traffic. Floor it, slam it. But anyways, um, here I'll, let me pitch my piece about why Final Fantasy took your jeans. jam. Frappy jeans is uh like the one. I'm sure we could think of a few more, but is like the one exception, and uh it's predominantly because. A, they are taking an incredible financial risk. Remakes are not financial risks at all. They are guaranteed money makers. Ooh, what what the, the fuck are you doing? He was scaring away the the Ford. Is that the what Ford, he was doing? Yeah, because the Ford was trying to get over, so he was being a fucking douche to him. Um, I want to fight this guy. <laughs> dude, no, let's get it. Uh, they are guaranteed financial success in, in, in terms of profit. They this require wild character study, just watching traffic. <laughs> they require dramatically less development than a new title. Even if they're built from the ground up, they require dramatically less development, both from writing standpoints, both from uh, uh, design standpoints. In every way, they are cheaper. You are guaranteeing that the fans that bought the first are coming in almost every time. Almost. Almost. Final Fantasy VII, on the other hand, took two major risks. One they released it staggered. That is terrifying when you are, which is incorporating the second, completely changing the gameplay, story, and in some cases, design. Yeah, because if people hate episode one, then that's you, a lot of... You throw everything away. Not only did you spend what is potentially the maximum amount of cost on development by changing everything, creating new stuff, all that, you're also banking on the fans enjoying it because that's not generally what you need to bank it, on. It was also a very unpopular decision when it was announced because they're oh, like, hated oh, it. you're taking a game that was one game. I bitched and you're about going it. To, yeah. yeah, I bitched about it plenty, and I was wrong. It's like, what, four games now? Three. It's three. It's three games. Are they and, all they're, out? and they're all full. No. Second one's supposed to come out this year if it makes its schedule. Yeah. And like they're all this year. full games. None of them are, well, they're full in terms of modern gaming. Obviously, they're not full Final Fantasy games. No, uh, I, yeah. I would actually say that the first one is a full Final Fantasy game. It's like a 40-hour story runtime with bonus content. Like, see, that's insane. So even though they're getting full price out of all three releases, they're doing it in such a risk, envi- risky environment and such confidence in the quality of this new version that it's not... It's like the one exception to the rule of hating remakes. There's also a little bit. Of, there's also a little bit of historical context that I think uh, helps with this as well, because Final Fantasy VII was one of the biggest games that Square has ever done. Yeah, 
is the game that really put them on the map as like a major studio. It's the game that kind of made them the household name. Mm-hmm. They have known for a while that remaking Final Fantasy VII would be a a guaranteed success for them. They've known it like ever since they made Final Fantasy VII the first time. Yeah, there have been a lot of opportunities for them to remake it since where they could take in quite a bit of cash to do so. There have been a lot of times where they needed cash because they seem to almost always be on the brink of dying because they'll greenlit really ambitious projects that flop, like yeah. Final Fantasy The Spirits Within. Which ah, is I did love that Actually movie. not a terrible movie. Yeah, yeah, and It's kind movie. of ahead of its time in some ways, but it wasn't what people wanted out of the movie. And yeah, people flopped. wanted to see Cloud fight Sephiroth. Yeah. The CGI actually holds up surprisingly well yeah. for uh, no, how good. old the movie is. Um, but the... Um, so, so they've known it, and they haven't done it, because they, they actually said in an interview when this came out, when they were asked why it like differs so much from the source material, and they're like, we felt that if we ever got to a point where we remade Final Fantasy VII that we've just lost everything creatively. Like, we, we just always felt that remaking Final Fantasy VII would be the most creatively bankrupt decision that we could do, and we don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So, when we came to this project of remaking Final Fantasy VII, we were like... What would instead of remaking it? What if we made Final Fantasy VII today? What would be the game we made? Yeah, that's actually really cool. I didn't know any of that. That's incredible. That makes that puts me more on its side. Uh, but I will give you the other exception to remakes, remasters, all that stuff. If you are, and this is why Nintendo fucking blows, bundled remasters at a discount are always superior to full price remakes. Spyro, Crash Bandicoot, Castlevania Collection, whatever the fuck. I Re- do like stuff like that for, for game preservation. It's, it's uh, game preservation. You're not asking for full price because you didn't do much in the first fucking place. And you're making it accessible for, you know... The, the whole... The, the argument that people make for remakes and remasters is a new audience. Fuck that when you're just going for the dollar. It's not, an, it's not a new audience to experience your thing. It's a new audience to buy your product. When you're bundling like this, though, dramatically improved. Dramatically improved. Which is why Nintendo Blows, we talked about, their 3D Mario collection was a literal slap in the face of gamers. Fuck them for the way they did that. They were It was literal, a very poorly emulated collection. They were literally ROMs uploaded onto a disc with no added content, no menu selection, nothing. They were released in a Disney Vault-style window and gone forever, and they're not available on any digital front. From the company that's the most litigious for emulation and all that shit. Were they the ones that you. also like C and D the emulator that they eventually ended up using without any permission? Yep, for their... that's the one that's used in their um, online store. Wait, really? The yeah. the, the Nintendo Switch, uh, NES, uh, Game Boy, Super NES, all that is literally like code and everything. The name is in the code. The ROMs that they see indeed like five or six years ago. Yeah, they killed the emulator and then just like. Well, I guess since we already consider this our property, we can just take it for free. The, the Switch is pretty hard to jailbreak. It's incredibly easy to sideload ROMs, and they launch right in there. Hmm. Fuck Nintendo in every way. Mm. Yeah, they're, the, they're kind of the worst. Speaking of jailbreaking, did they ever uh, crack uh, Hogwarts? Yeah, they did. And I... I'm... Dude... The hype died down on that game so fucking fast. I'm so happy. I'm I'm almost certain that 90% of the publicity or, like, the the hype around the game was due to the negative controversy. People are like, well, it's it's the Bud Light thing. I'm going to buy it just because you don't want me to. 
It's Cyberpunk 2077, but you're a wizard. That's you're basically a wizard. what the game is. You're a hairy wizard. And that, that I mean that as someone who actually kind of likes Cyberpunk 2077. Mm, yeah, you are a cyberstan. But, like, it's not any better than Cyberpunk. It runs better than Cyberpunk at launch. Uh, yeah, although but, Cyberpunk like, has gotten substantially better. This it runs day. as good as Cyberpunk now. And do you think we should stop more frequently because of the cats? That's up to you, dog. I'm asking you. Like, I'm asking actual opinions. I don't, I don't um, know. I, they're good for, like... How, do you, how are they feeling for you? You're the ones back there. <laughs> I mean, they're noisy, but they're still... They're gonna, they've been noisy. In terms of food, drink, and potty, they're good for a few hours. But, yeah. I mean... I if, haven't if, seen if, any if, signs for sheets, so... Yeah. And the more we take them out and jostle them to give them a stretch and all that, the more they're going to be like this. Yeah. So it's, it's a give and no, take. No, I'm not saying that. Like, I yeah. was just asking like, if you think we should. I, I think we're good. Honestly, I'm going to have to pee before too long anyways, so it's going to work out. You did drink the monster. Yeah, I So, th- I so we're probably going to go off slowed. Kevin's schedule? Yeah, most likely. I did slow down. Um, doing a podcast and driving makes driving not a... I mean, <laughs> I don't mean that in an unsafe way. I mean that in that it's just like, I don't know. You don't nothing. really notice, like we're the, past that yeah. guy that was super. I'm watching. I'm just so. watching the car in front of me and talking. Yeah, it's like listening to a really good podcast. You know, listening to podcasts while driving is fine, but when you're really engaged in a podcast while listening and driving, you're one like, of my in problems it. with listening to podcasts while driving is that some some podcast hosts just have like the most dulcet tones, yeah. and they can just like lull you to sleep, and you're like, uh oh, uh oh, I'm being wh- hypnotized now. That's why this podcast uh, we got is a great. Slowdown coming. Yeah, ah, shit. This we're podcast like, we're is like great the Jim Cramers of talking about video games. We're just yeah. shouting and I'm talking about our Armani suits or whatever it is I'm, the brand that he really something likes. Something like that. I'm guaranteed to go uh, uh, psycho arc on you at any given moment. Mm. Say something about a company, I'm gonna get mad. I um, I um, fucking love Ubisoft. Don't even start. They <laughs> I are, can't even say that with a straight face. Ubisoft Holy shit. made open world RPGs bad. Ubisoft made just games bad. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They did just kind of ruin game. Okay, here we are. And I hate it because I'm someone who kind of liked the original Assassin's Creed. Yeah, the first three. I never played still. any. And then they just kept making the original Assassin's Creed over Valhalla and over again. was the only Assassin's Creed I like picked Which up. Which one? Yeah, and it's a bad game. Wait, which one? Valhalla. Oh, fuck that game. Yeah, that's a bad game. And I wish it was a good game because I feel like it could be the kind of the game I like if they decided to make it. The that game, at least, is that you just do the same mission 400 times. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and it feels like it's contributing nothing to you. Yeah, and TJ said that even on max difficulty, you can just sneak behind anyone and hit them once. You're just like, like there's no... There's no skill level to the combat. Yeah, and it was a, it was a problem in the original Assassin's Creed. The, uh, the counterattack was so good that you could just, like do anything our guards would just line up for you like ninjas in a kung fu movie yeah. and they would attack you one at a time and you would press the button with a very generous timing window to counterattack them and you'd instantly kill them yep it was that was the game that's a and they were just like instead of going like ah we could make the combat more interesting we're like ah let's just make the combat less interesting so that everyone plays it and feels good <laughs> yeah I hate that I hate Ubisoft man They're, I don't hate them for any um I hate From Software. I don't hate them for... That's fucking. just... That is a literal bad take. And we'll explain fucking. why shortly. Yep, just yeah. um, Ubisoft, I don't hate for any consumer reason. Also, I don't hate From Software. I hate uh, I hate Soulsborne uh, fans. That's, that's From Software. Oh, well, fr- yeah. Soulsborne oh, fans. Oh, I don't hate the company, though. I hate the fans. Yeah, but fans yeah, of everything the, are bad. Fine. Fans of everything are bad. That's just a fact. I consider myself a fan of many things, but I don't like to be part of a fandom. I'm becoming part of the From Software. But you are a dumb fan. It's getting risky. Yeah, so true. All Dan's are dumb. Except Um, I am part of fandoms, but I hate that I am. So, you know. I got to get the thought out. It's like a sneeze. I don't hate Ubisoft for any consumer standpoint. 
They make a product that their consumers more or less want. People, for some reason, still like Far Cry, despite it not having the Assassin's Creed thing. It hasn't changed. It's just getting closer. No, they added John Carlo Esposito at one point. That's very true. That's and fans are still was he actually it up. was he actually kind of a big thing? He was in the that full. Game? He was the full villain because was, there was uh, he, he there was, was the one the where villain. they had like two. That's three. In three, and he, he was like a really cool character that everyone liked, and he's in like five minutes. Yeah, and yeah. he's still considered one of the best villains. But yeah, he yeah, was, no, John Carlo Esposito was the villain, and he was just Gus Fring. Yeah. So you know, props to Ubisoft for making what they make for their consumers. It's a bad product, but props to you. Go nuts. I don't care. Mm. You ruined everything. Although I am a little bit excited, very tempered, for Breath of the Wild 2. The merging items thing has me slightly more excited. I really don't like the open world craze. No, well, it's dying down, thankfully. Well, I mean, yeah. that's kind of where I blame Ubisoft. Yeah, they're the ones that yeah. kind of pioneered like, that. Yeah. Open world is fine. Well, I mean, in I small guess Bethesda would be the one. Every and game, yeah. like yeah, just every game being open world is just saturation. It and that happens with every phase. Yeah. It happens with every niche trend, like the mm-hmm. indie scene of 2016 to 2018 was insane and they were like why is everything an isometric roguelike and it's like well because that's what's hot right now the problem is that it because of like ubisoft they kind of standardized it and and a lot of open world games don't veer too far from the ubisoft formula other developers are like do "Do that there are a few that do breath of the wild as much as you may dislike it does try to deviate from the the wild red dead elden ring these are like some standouts that aren't quite far cry Uh, witcher 3 witcher 3 is a good one well witcher 3 is just skyrim Skyrim yeah, with two it's, it's Skyrim. It's Skyrim if they tried to like really tie everything together with lore. Yeah, it's Skyrim written Skyrim by. Skyrim if like the lore books Anderson. actually were important. Skyrim yeah. if you couldn't customize your character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you can customize Geralt to an extent, and yeah. there is a little bit of role playing that you can do. But there's not really like an evil path in the game. Yeah. It's just like, are you are you like a good guy who's trying to make like idealistic, trying to make everything better for or the world? Are you a good guy who's a? Or you? Or it's more like a utilitarian standpoint. You're like. I'm a witcher. This is a business. If I don't get paid for my business, I'm not going to be able to like afford maintaining my weapons yeah, and man. equipment, witcher's and my got business a witch. will go under. So, like, yeah, witcher. I, got, yeah, exactly. You know, I'm really sorry for your loss. I'm sorry that your daughter got eaten by a werewolf, and I'm sorry that you have no money because you had to like pay for the funeral. But if you want me to take care of the werewolf, I do need you to pay me. Yeah. <laughs> they, you know. They struggle. They're they're the toe men of the world. And the game is really well built for that because it, maintaining your equipment is expensive until you get ahead of the economy. Witchers are literally curve. the toe men of their world. Yeah. They hate that they have your, to do the job they do. Your car broke down, do. but I need you to pay me. Yeah. I, they yeah. hate that they do the job they do, but they are an indispensable service that's required. And you you can be that guy. You can be like, dude, I'm sorry. Your situation is. I'll do this one pro bono for you. Like you, you can do that. Oh, but, but in the Witcher, you're doing it. Pro it's gonna bono. hurt you. It's gonna hurt your economy a lot of the time. There's a lot of the time where you're not gonna get a reward for that quest because you did that. Yeah. Instead of that being like, so ah, there, well, you get the good guy points. So yeah, what's the negative of uh, doing the uh, pay me route? There. So sometimes there is a better quest reward. Sometimes it, it'll just be like you feel good about it. The guy will be happy for it. And then people around you may just like like you a little bit more, but occasionally you do get a different reward. Like ah, instead of paying you, you can take this heirloom of mine, which is like a potion recipe or something. And then, but there's no way of knowing. There, yeah, there's no way of knowing until you get through. Oh no, those guys! I tell you. Yeah, but fuck the people that use those. Uh, just just a fact. Frick all you jerks. He's and a guy eventually, boy. eventually you will get to a point where you are kind of powerful and you you have enough money to just. 
like repair costs. But early on, the economy is such that repair costs are going to be keeping you poor. So, isn't there a new Witcher game in the works? Uh, yes, there is. Uh, two of them actually. Is Woo. it gonna? Is it gonna star uh, Liam Hemsworth? No, the games. They're gonna model. They'll do like Spider Man did and model it after the person playing them. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that'd be great. You were just napping. Okay, you're right. Yeah, and yeah, like for what it's worth, as in my lukewarm, tepid defense of Cyberpunk 2077, it it. is a game that wants to be good. It was very undercooked. I think it was very much a victim of like the E3 hype cycle. Well, didn't Cyberpunk actually like after release? pull back and say no it's an open beta like they actually like doubled back and said no open beta not in so many words but kind of um but it was a very undercooked game when they had that big like Keanu Reeves uh announcement was was that E3 I think that was yeah and it was just before COVID it was basically like they they had to come out and lie about their release date because they they had to know at that point that like whatever April release date they were announcing yeah. They weren't going to make it. They knew the game wasn't ready. They knew they got sideswiped by COVID, but they had to present something because it's E3 and there was just a huge and hype culture. And you have Keanu Reeves there. They, so they got Keanu Reeves to go out on stage and lie about the release date for them. Yeah. And that sucks. It sucks that they had to do that. I think it's good that E3 is dying. I think it's yeah. good. Like, as much as I hate well, putting more it, power in the E3 publishers... actually dead this year? Like, they're not doing anything? Yeah, yeah, they canceled it this year. As much as, like, as much as I don't like putting more power in the publishers' hands, I do like putting more power in the devs' hands and the them being able to say, look, it's just not ready for us to make an announcement on it. Let us, let us have more time to do what we need. Let us keep this project hush like we're doing with Elder Scrolls VI because I'd rather them just be quiet about it and Until then it happens, yeah. push it out to feed the hype machine and uh, then yeah. release an unfinished product. Yeah. When it's a game that like the developers clearly cared about, but now it's getting panned because it's unfinished and broken. That's and what's happening with Skull of Bones. Skull and Bones. Is that the which Sea is of Ubisoft. Thieves game? Yep, that's the Ubisoft Sea of Thieves-esque game, which it's nothing like Sea of Thieves, which is why I'm no longer interested in playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had to announce something. They've continued to announce stuff. They've continued to show gameplay. And they've continued to delay and adjust everything that they're saying. It's like, just stop talking about it, man. Let it disappear and come back years later like a uh, fucking... Whoa, whoa, buddy, you're riding that white line. Like Elder Scrolls Six. Um, sorry. No, because Elder... Yeah, yeah, kind of. No, there's a game that was... Uh, it comes out in 2024, and I, we just talked about it. The, the Wukong. Wulong. Wulong? The Monkey King. Oh, Wukong. Okay, yeah. The Wukong Wulong. gang was announced in 2020 with a release date of potentially 2021, 2022, and then they never spoke about it again, and now it's not coming out till next year in 2024. Like, that's the way to do it. If something goes wrong and you realize you're not doing anything, just shut up. Uh-huh. Just shut it all down. Yeah. Let them we'll have all... the time that they need to work on it. Because yeah. So part of it is, like, a lot of it does come from the business side of things, too, though. I a lot of the, A lot of these companies are... Unfortunately, they're not indie developers. They have shareholders. They oh, have, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, they're a publicly traded company. And their yeah. shareholders are wrong and cost them money. Oh what? no! But they, they need to they need to show something to get people interested yeah, in I there. Know. Otherwise, they go under. Yeah, because, because they, a lot they, of they don't have the benefit of being an indie developer who's you know just either crowdfunded or yeah. 
You're not going to see Bethesda put up a uh, GoFundMe for Elder Scrolls 6 because you can be it surprised. Them. Hype, hype drives up stock prices and the lack of hype drives them down. It's unfortunate because it doesn't actually matter the material worth of a company. It matters how much people think that they Yeah, yeah that's what happened with GameStop. Well, yeah. that's, that's what's happening right now with Wizards of the Coast. That's why they're in such a predicament right now. Well, they also kind of just screwed they, over they the consumer. Yeah. Well, so, he, but here's why they screwed over the consumer. It's because Hasbro is their parent company. Yeah. And Hasbro sucks right now. Yeah. Like, Hasbro makes, like, Monopoly and they're not, and Nerf, and they're not, like, actually making a lot of revenue from that. I think they have Lego, aren't. bro. It, the, the problem is, like, all of Hasbro's other properties are, like, in the red right now. And consumer confidence is very low in, in them. But the exception is Wizards of the Coast. They're doing great. Everyone loves D&D. D&D's in, like, a renaissance and right Magic now. And Magic the Gathering is hot as hell right now. Yeah, Magic's huge, But too. it's not making enough money to inspire... There's, like, a disconnect between Wizards of the Coast and Hasbro. It is not inspiring investor confidence in Hasbro. So Hasbro's stocks are actually in the toilet right now. So what they need to do to recover is they need to squeeze D&D for more money. And they tried. And they, they there's no good way to do that that's going to be pro-consumer. Like... It doesn't. It doesn't work for the shareholders. The shareholders are mad at Hasbro. Hasbro needs to squeeze D and D. D and D, like Wizards, is doing good on revenue, but is now bad in consumer confidence, and it's like a death spiral. Yeah. Because now they're squeezing the consumer, which makes people mad at them because their business daddy Hasbro needs them to do that. Yeah. Which is making consumer confidence worse. Which is making Hasbro try to lean on Wizards more. Yeah. There's some some shareholders want uh, want a buyout to happen for Wizards to buy itself out of Hasbro yeah. but the other shareholders in Hasbro are opposing that vehemently because, because it fucks Hasbro the, really yeah. hard that's where the money comes this, from this, this kind of brings me to like a, like a weird uh, question so you, you've all watched or at least have seen clips of uh, last week tonight and you know that that show is famous for just taking jabs and telling their parent company to go fuck off yeah, yeah. how much of that do you think is just like clever uh, like uh, they're taking jokes at us, and how much do you think they're like that show is sincere in telling their parent company to fuck off? I don't. So there's a really good line mm. in uh, in Andor. Everyone should watch Andor, by the way. Oh no, uh, I'm not a Star Wars nerd. If you don't like Star Wars, still watch Andor. Oh, That's no. actually what I heard. They said that on the Fake Doctors podcast mm. too. Interesting. Continue. So there's a point in Andor where uh, so to go with minimum spoilers, uh, Cassie and Andor is in prison. And the prison is basically like the gulag. Right. It's an imperial prison. The whole point of it is that they have them they have them doing manual labor till they die. They have a sentence that they're current they're constantly reminded of. You got a breaker in front of you too. Yeah. In theory, if they serve out their sentence, they they will be released back back into public. And it's not like supposed to be like life sentence people in this prison. Um, and there's one guy who is like the the foreman of the floor. He's also a prisoner though. But he's in charge of the floor. He's in charge of the work. It's very, like, regulated. You need to work. You you work, then you sleep, then you go back to work. Mm-hmm. And people, like, will work until they drop dead on the floor. Right. But, um, mm-hmm. So they, like... Andor doesn't, doesn't like this. He wants to escape. But the foreman is like, I have, like, 100 days left on my sentence. That's less than a year. I'm just going to serve out my sentence, keep my head down, not bother anyone, and get out. And... 
but Andor's like busy planning this escape. And he's like, you know, they're not gonna let you go when when you're done. Like they're not. That, that's not how this works. They're gonna. They're just gonna like keep you in the system, and you're gonna work till you die. And he's like, no, no. I have a hundred days. I'm out. And also, we can't be talking about this. We can't be talking about like planning a prison break here on this floor. And Andor's like, do you think they're listening? They don't have to listen. They don't care. They know we're not gonna do it. They're keeping us pacified with this whole like serve out your sentence thing. Right. So like we can say what the fuck they we want because they don't they don't think that we have any fight in us, and that's basically what it is. Like you, think you can bitch John all Oliver's you want, doing? but nobody they don't have to care. That's they're comfortable. They're fat and happy and comfortable, and our bitching is not going to do anything to them. So that's, what you're saying is like true. like so is your point like on the show of like last week tonight where they're telling like you know when like I think AT and T yeah, was AT&T there. AT and T doesn't care yeah. because it's not going to lead to anything. Yeah. They're so, gonna, you're going to get our jabs in, and then nothing but happens. But at the same time, like, Wizards of the Coast can't tell Hasbro to fuck off. No, because they're under, they're, they're under Hasbro's thumb, and mm-hmm. Hasbro's going to fight tooth and nail to keep them. Yeah. So Wizards of the Coast can be mad about it, but they can't do anything about it. Yeah. I mean, they could, but it would basically be an upheaval of the system, and everyone's afraid to do that because it's going to be messy. Yeah, we don't do that in our system. I guess that's a good point. I wasn't going to think that, but now I think you've converted me. John Oliver knows that having fun both inspires his fan base and also doesn't cause him any co- like company harm because he's too valuable. You've the taken the jab right. and you feel good about the jab and nothing's going to change. I mean, last week tonight, I think at this point, is like the longest running series on HBO. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's getting up And that's there. also why Andor's probably there on Disney, because Disney doesn't care that the show is aggressively anti-capitalist. No. Well, it's all a facade. They're, I can't remember who it was. It was a comedian, so whatever. You know, you George Carlin-type person. who was like, you can rally against media as much as you want. You still consume and are a part of media. Yeah, and you're you not going to stop that. Yeah, you lose no matter what. All you're doing is getting people to believe that you're opposite the system. And, and it makes not. you feel like you've done something. Yeah, but you haven't. And you're not opposed. You're just, you know, loud. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm having a self-realization here. I don't <laughs> like this. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what we're doing right now. We're just being loud. That's all. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Which is fine. Like, I feel like someone needs to be loud. That is... I don't think that there's no value in that. No, no, yeah. It is essential. In theory, it could spurn something one day. It's just the chances are so low. I, like, I think it's important to understand it. The more the more that you understand the, the way things work, the more that you can understand how much you're getting fucked. And then if enough people understand how much they're getting fucked, then eventually something will be done about yeah, it. Yeah, but some people like getting fucked. They do like it. They do like they it. They call those people sluts. Bottom yeah. bitches. Yeah, Nothing bottom, wrong with being a bottom bitch. Bottom bitches, <laughs> you do you. a.k.a. Uh, Lucas. Uh, and, uh, so I started watching White Lotus, and uh, I, I don't, I, I'm not even going to care about saying spoilers. I'm just going to say the spoilers. So if anyone cares about White Lotus, they can, I don't know, skip ahead a few minutes. Earmuffs. Yeah. Um, so the one of the characters in the first season uh, finds out that uh, his dad uh, had a second life where uh, he likes to get fucked by dudes. Cool. Nice. Yep. And, uh, Good on him. And he goes on a downward spiral of he of like uh, his whole life was a lie because he didn't know who his dad really was. He gets super drunk and starts complaining to or starts talking to Murray Bartlett's character, who's the uh, like the general manager of the resort, who happens to be gay. And he's like, "So you're gay, right?" He's like, uh, "Yeah, yeah." What's it like to get fucked up the ass? He's, <laughs> Murray Bartlett just looks like. You want to find out or something? 
Wait. <laughs> and he's like, um, 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 I'm going to rain check you on that one. Aww, that well, if you had to ask the question, you're at least a little curious, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't think that would change my life at all. You don't know, though. If I found out my dad was gay in the Oh, army, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think that I... But it matters, like, I guess it depends on what your vision of your dad is, right? Like, if you right. put him on this big pedestal of, like... Well, I think everyone actually comes to that moment where they have to be disillusioned with their parents. Yeah. We were talking about that on the last cast. That, yeah. is, that is a moment, and I guess in the show, that was this guy's moment. That was his... That, that was, was his, his moment where he realized his dad's just a guy. Yeah. And <laughs> that realization... Can, a guy, just a guy being a dude. That's one of my favorite Northern Line quotes. He says it for everything. He's like, yeah, we got honked at on the highway because I didn't merge fast enough. I'm just a guy. What do you want from me? I can't do everything perfect. And he uses it for everything. You want me to play this game perfect? I'm just a guy here. I love it. It makes me laugh every time. Classic NL. Classic Tate W. Oh, well. I love that. DJ is a top G. Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. And a bottom G. DJ got to learn what Wegmans is. Yeah, he said it just a grocery store. No, he didn't. Uh-huh. He recanted. No, I recanted. Yeah, it's a lifestyle. Yeah, only one person in her life now who has been to a Wegman says it's just a grocery Dude, store. She's, getting, she's just she, she she's too bougie to live. She's getting punched out. <laughs> I mean, not literally. That was a joke. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. She walks into an Aldi's and she's like, "Is this a soup kitchen?" Video by mail, no cash. Okay. What is video by mail? Mean? I, I Are they don't gonna know. send me a video of my car going through? <laughs> I don't know. I hate. This. <laughs> is this, is this, like a, it, this is the casting couch. Of yeah, cast. This is what toll booth porn is. It's cars going in and out of toll booths. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, don't get yeah, me put started. Put that Tesla in me. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Spark it up, baby. They have cat. No, Teslas don't on... have spark plugs. It's based on make and model. They're electric And here, like, if you want an old car, like, classic cars, that's like the, uh... Granny porn? That's like the granny tag, yeah. Isn't the Chevy Spark, though, their electric vehicle? Mm. Uh, no, the Chevy Spark's their, like, Ford Fiesta vehicle. Oh, the Spark... The, 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 like the, the Chevy Bolt, yeah. uh, right? Bolt is their yeah. electric vehicle, yeah. Port of Baltimore. Oh, you don't say... Oh, bridge. Oh, it's getting warm in here. We should turn the, uh... The, you've got to turn the down. fan up a little yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. I've got it coming through both, so aim it. Image itself or whatever. I was looking at the uh, the vet uh, papers that uh, we He's, got. Yeah. I didn't realize that cat pulses were that high. Oh, what is the resting cat pulse? So the pulse was 194. What? Ooh, that is very high. Those and little hummingbird hearts. So there actually was a theory uh, that they it, it wasn't taught in college. It was just like the uh, the professor like brought it up as like a fun uh, fact. And it was a study that uh, heart rate is tied to longevity. Yeah, exactly. It was a study that that sorry about this. Um, some scientist did. I don't remember who it was, but they mapped out the average lifespan of a mouse versus the lifespan of an elephant, and it came out that on average, those two animals had the same amount of heartbeats in their lifetime. Oh. Yeah, so there's some correlation between heart rate and uh, lifespan mm-hmm. of an, of animals. And so yeah, it's it's almost like almost like a car where our heartbeats have a set number of like, you know, RPMs or you know beats that they can do before they just, just crap a, out. Yeah, yeah, just slow down to like 15. Yeah. Boom, boom, so boom. I don't know. It was it was a neat theory. There's obviously not. Um, Dude, his wiener. He's going. What a wiener on that guy. I can see it from here. Yeah. 
Some say that we're not on the highway. We're on that guy's wiener. Yeah, dude, so <laughs> true, so true. And I want to ride it all night long. Exactly. <laughs> but no, it was just kind of neat, that, uh, just a neat, like, thought. That, there, that there's some, like, universal language. No, I mean, yeah. if you're... Like, there's some, like, mechanical language or, like, a, you know, a heart that is otherwise uh, untainted by disease or, or trauma just has a has a uh, a burnout point. I mean your body is a machine it has mechanical and electrical hey, components thanks bud I like to think of point. myself as a machine as well, yeah, well, well yeah, wait are we going yeah. under a river right now uh, big dog got eat going under also, the bridge also yes we are yes we, oh dude Harbor you have some heroin on you dude I don't. Ah, shit. We are taking a different route. We might see some sheets on the way back. Fuck yeah. you. Don't rev your car in here. I bet that comes through the mic, too. Straight up. The yeah. Corral, I'm sure it did. He's coming I'm all over. not monitoring spikes. With his big dick. Which one is it? Like, do we know which car it is? It's this guy right here next to us. The guy next to us? Yeah. This dude's revving his engine? In his piece of shit Honda? Uh, no, it's an Infiniti. It's yeah, a it's a piece of shit Honda. It's a decent car, Actually, but Actually, like, what is it? Infiniti's a Toyota? Uh, yes. Like, oh, like, the life of it, yeah. What? This is this is say the life of it the the parent company the yes the, 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 they're the luxury brand of Toyota there it is I am a, what is the luxury brand of a Honda I don't know if they have one I think they do I don't know I don't know that's a question for Google it's cars man I don't care about cars like this Lightning is a McQueen? food podcast oh my god this is tripping my eyes out the tunnel yeah dude I hate it a lot of lights a lot of it's very narrow in here. Holy mama. DJ, would you open your window and punch that guy? Dude, he's literally just, like, as soon as, like, he gets any distance, he fucking zooms up. I'm trying to see, like, the, the custom make on his muffler there. So it is... You're trying to stare at his muff? Yeah, he's yeah. muff He's muff peeping. It is a common thing uh, for car guys. Like, Tweety does it, Jimmy does it every time. When you're under a bridge, or in this case, in a tunnel, to floor it, the reverberation is satisfying to them. Also, this is not the kind of tunnel to do that in. Frick off. This is a very, very long, very, very small tunnel. So basically you're saying dump truck Tweety's a piece of shit. No, Tweety does it respectfully. Okay, okay. okay. Tweety's like there's, the so most respectful some, guy. He's one yeah. of the good ones. Yeah, Tweety's yeah, like respectful to a fault. Yeah. <laughs> Damn you, Tweety. Have something wrong with you. <laughs> oh, my God. He probably, has tr- he probably has trouble buying jeans because of his dump truck. Dude, so yeah. true. That's something wrong with him. It is crazy how my eyes adjusted from the two things. That was cool. <laughs> I Dude, feel like I'm being aggressively drugs. nice to you. Ah, uh, you should have uh, you should have shut one eye like a pirate so that you could. I don't know if that's a myth. So I like, lose about, like, perception. When Zoro fights Mihawk, he's gonna open his one no, eye. No, it's for Blackbeard because of the dark dark fruit. Right, right. Uh, no, DJ, yummy, yummy, no me. DJ wants me to lose depth perception, so I start bouncing the, your car off of the. I heard you walls. watching One Piece. Did you meet Kinemon's ass last night? Is no. that what that was? That was Kinemon's ass. Oh, uh, at the end of it. Yeah, well, the the thing inside the dragon. Yeah. Or the dude inside the dragon. Oh, yeah. Kinemon's great. Yeah. Although, spoiler, his name's not Kinemon when you meet him. Sorry. Uh, is oh, it? Well, DJ no, spoiled. remember? He's, he lies to them about his identity. Uh, wow, DJ, you piece I of mean, shit. It's put together really quick. Oh, you know no, it's, it's not a long-form thing, but... Now I think I should spoil that Zoro thing I made DJ Earmuff for. Yeah, that's true. You should also just stop watching One Piece because of DJ. Yep. Now I'm mad at DJ. Should, can I, should I spoil DJ? No, don't spoil Should I spoil him? No. DJ hasn't How gotten, far away is DJ from D- the thing I said about Zoro? DJ hasn't gotten far enough to learn why it's important, so it would be a double spoiler. Oh, really? Yeah. It is not like a... Like, it's a, it's a big deal specifically for Wano. 
So like, so you're saying that even when it happens, it's not even you're well, not no. sure like how important it is that it happens. No, no, it happens after the setup for it. Oh, okay. So if you set it now, he would know he'd hear the setup and instantly be double spoiled. Wano is an Wait, extremely we, spoiled we didn't say that on the podcast, too, by did the way. We? Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, he'll be there before the podcast. No, I ear muffed it. No, no, but but Craig. Oh, Craig already knows. I think I spoiled. We no. we do call out earmuffs on the podcast. Oh, well, okay. Craig, when we earmuffed, this comes out after it. <laughs> Fuck you, Craig. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. We, okay. we, you can just put like a preamble that there might be One Piece uh, yeah. podcast. It's if also, it's if also, you ever hear Craig knows about say, Kinemon, though. No, no, it's no, not no, about Kinemon. It's, not, it's also it's a very a, minor thing. It's an important thing, it's but a, a It's a big thing. deal for the character of Zoro, yeah, for how powerful he is. But it's inconsequential to the story in the arc. Yeah. It's Wano just, it's is a, a very twisty arc, by is it, the way. You said it was Wano, what, is it Wano that it happens? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. DJ's in it. Oh, so, so he will be there soon. Yeah. Like, very soon he'll learn about it. And then he'll see it happen, like, 60 episodes after that. What Basically what happens is Zoro and Luffy bang Dude that'd be high. I don't know like 950 or something like around there Yeah okay you only got 100 episodes to go Yeah. You have less than Hunter Hunter to go I know You have almost Full Metal Alchemist to go So I have less than like Bleach's filler arc to go <laughs> Yeah true Way less than Bleach's filler <laughs> arc Bleach is like 180s of, 80 episodes of filler I, well, Naruto's like 180 episodes of filler. Naruto, Bleach so, is just the one really long, consistent I thought, filler arc. I thought Naruto broke 200 episodes of filler. It might have broke 200. Did but it's not one consistent arc. Uh, okay, I'll hear uh, The thing I, I uh, know about uh, Bond Clay, does that happen during the time skip, or is that like even like post-time skip that happens? Undetermined. Undetermined? It's just it at some point he's the queen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, it's in a cover story, I, I'm pretty okay. sure. Um, so yeah, I'm not. They don't really tell you how. Okay, I wasn't sure. All right, all right. You're good, DJ. I was making throat noises, so I couldn't hear it. But you can probably. Do they call him the throat goat. He was throat goat. Yeah. Dude, nothing wrong uh, with uh, uh, throat in the bros, or as we call it, broten. That's where you have good conversation you with your friends. Just, like, throat talk. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're talking the back You're using of your, your throat. throat. Yes. <laughs> I'm just throating the bro. They have like an entire genre of music, Mongolian throat singing. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Where is uh, Craig in One Piece right now? Uh, Dressrosa. He's Rosa. like Dress middle Rosa. of Dressrosa. Yeah. Okay. Right before the good stuff. Yeah, I know. That second half of Dressrosa. Like the first what, half what is awesome. What episode number roughly is that? Seven, six something. The really good okay, part so of Dressrosa like, is like, like right around episode eight, than like, let's 800. Say 80 episodes no, it's right around episode 700. Yeah, because Dressrosa is 100 episodes long, 112, but who's counting? It starts in like the um, early 600s yep. and it ends and, in like the early 700s. And Punk Hazard's 44 episodes long or something. Or No. Isn't Punk Hazard longer than that? No, Punk Hazard's only like 30-something episodes. Yeah. It's pretty... It's pretty. It feels breezy. Yeah. So, yeah, you're about, you know, 50, 60 episodes behind him, maybe 70. Okay. You could, you could catch him pretty easily. I feel like I have still gained, been gaining ground on him even when he starts, oh, like, Oh, yeah, binging. no, you definitely have. He only watches a few episodes every night. He just does it very consistently. Or did. Except he'll take time off if there's, like, something else he needs yeah, to watch. Yeah, which is what he's so. doing right now. Jake, how long on that podcast? Uh, on this one, uh, an hour 24. All right, hit the start or stop and start a new one. And that was the start of the trip home. Uh, the I honestly, upon re-listening, think the meowing in the back's a little cute. It's not going to be a staple, but it. I just thought it was kind of fun and cute. But we've got three more left. We're officially halfway through our podcast road trip of the car, road trip of the cat adventure. So... Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you stick around for the next two. I think this every other day thing is working, even if Chayton might get a little saucy about it. And I'll see you in the next one. Thanks for listening.